a little bit of beer, a little bit of whiskey, ultimately just shooting the shit on the porch. I got to actually sit down with a good buddy of mine. Uh, we sat down on his porch and we just had a good old conversation. Hope you guys enjoy. Let's get into it. Had to bring the Ziggenbach over. Uh, welcome, welcome everybody. This is Beer and Bullshit episode two. I'm sitting here with a good friend of mine, Sean McNulty. Uh, what's up, Sean? What's going on, man? Not much, not much, bro. Good to Chilling. actually see you. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been too long, man. Yeah. We've been having to social distance and do all this stupid shit, man. I think we're approximately six feet apart, so we should be all right. <laughs> yeah, for the people of, yeah, no one can see us because it's only audio right now, but eventually we'll get into video. So what you been up to, man? Uh, hanging out, uh, doing the social distancing thing, and uh, been cooking a lot, drinking a lot. What you cooking? Uh, well, I've smoked chicken, brisket, ribs. A buddy of ours gave us an electric smoker. Fairly impressed. Wait a minute. So you've been smoking all this shit, and you haven't invited me over at least one time. Dude, there you go. This I'll, is a I'll, this is a nerve killer. <laughs> yeah, we got the we got the gym thing going here. Yeah, this is a uh, fucking nerve yeah, killer. Dude, uh, shit, I didn't know you needed an invite. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you're welcome out of here anytime. No, well, now, now I feel bad. Well, now, now I'll fucking, I'll just make sure to send you a message from now on. Hey, I'm smoking that fine smoker pit. Bring your ass. Yes, yeah, since you want to be formal, here's your yeah. invite. No shit. I'll tell you, like the way we live out here, it's like growing up with my dad. He used to tell people, "All right, you've been here once already. You know where everything is. First time you're here, I'll get you a beer. I'll yeah. show you where everything is. Second time you're here." If you don't make yourself at home, if you don't get a beer, you're thirsty, or you want something to eat, and you're hungry, that's your fault, not mine. Well, I like how it's, it's like, ducked off. You know, I passed the oh, road, yeah. and I was like, shit, man, maybe I went too far, maybe I didn't go far enough. But yeah. it's, it's just ducked off, you know? You guys are in a good spot. So yeah, that, this is this is my buddy's old family farm. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, so and we, he asked me to move by, move out here. I moved out, back in November, I moved out here. Oh, cool. So, it's, I mean, it's just calm. It's, uh, me and yeah. Bug and Trent live here, just have a good old time. Yeah. Just relax. We work. Yeah. Well, when I can work, because right now they're not they're not giving any repos. No, yeah, out, so nobody's fucking working. I quit, working, I quit right? working in the bars, which that wouldn't have done me any good either. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I feel bad for like any bartender that we know, you know, personally, but also just bartenders in general, because oh, yeah. I mean those that's like eighty percent of my friends, <laughs> you know, yeah. or your yeah. friends, or you know, Trent's friends. Like it's it's a part of our you know circle, so. I feel bad for the people that can't have that don't know what else to do right now. Yeah, I've worked so in bars for a long time. I bar backed, bounced, bartended. Yeah. So I know a lot of people. What? Like did you bars. did you ever work at Reds? Uh, I worked one night at Reds. Okay. Was this recent? So uh, no, it's been a while. Okay. Okay. Because there's a I think there's another guy that looks just like you that works there. And uh, I was like, man, there's no way that's Sean because we passed each other up like ten times, and oh, I, I, yeah. it couldn't have been I, I, you. I would have spoke He's to like, him. but I don't want to say nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I know how it is. exactly. Yeah. But I, it couldn't have been it him might, because he he would have stopped and like you know what I'm saying. Uh, a guy I used to work with at John Wayne's Christian. He, I mean, we both had beards and we've been told we kind of. He was tall. You kind of look alike. He was doing crawfish that day. Uh, he was. Yeah, or whoever you uh, know. He might. Have or been, your twin doppelganger. Every now and then. Running, I mean, it's like saying all black folks look like all bearded guys look alike. Yeah, guess, yeah, you know? <laughs> that's true, <laughs> especially at a certain angle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's that's that's just. What about know. the bearded, uh, the bearded black brothers? Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, you got to have something to set you up to make you all look different, I guess. Maybe if I, I wore a goatee, because not many people wear that anymore. I just wear the long, shaggy beard. Yeah, I, 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 I try to. 
I try to grow it out, but at the mm. same time, I, I get like a Paul Pierce thing going on. That shit is just literally all over my face, yeah. and it doesn't connect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I, got some, like, I got some beer to will. Uh, I'll go grab it here in a little while. Yeah, after we're done with this, I'll give you a bottle of it. I got, uh, it's a Spartan beer to will. I ordered it a while back, and I've, I've used very little of it. Yeah, but it's supposed to help it kind of grow in. Grow out a little but bit. But it, it was a buy one get one free, so I got an extra bottle. And I think I, I just that's what it is. I just got to keep it like <coughs> lubricated, you know, and just like greased up, just to keep I it. Guess. Well, it's uh, like. Like Trent and Bug, both of them, they got too much Indian in them, so oh, yeah. theirs is all patchy and it don't connect all the time. But then, you know, I'm like Irish and Scottish, so of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm just a Give me beer. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, nah, man. So, like, the, I mean, of course, when we hear about this shit in China, you know, uh, it being in China before the U.S., right? And then it comes over here. What are, like? What did you think when like you heard about it? The one of the first cases being here. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it, I'm, I'm probably going to sound a bit like a conspiracy theorist. No, it's which, cool because I'm I'm pretty sure am. I'm digging more like deeper into it, and I'm becoming more of a conspiracy yeah. theorist <laughs> because this well, shit's I mean, crazy. And I I feel like a lot of things I've been reading, mm-hmm. it's not crazy, dude. It's it's not crazy. You know what I'm saying? They want you to think it's crazy. You know, they're in China, they were revolting against their government at one point. They were riding in the streets and, like, shooting bows and arrows at the police and stuff. No shit. At one point. Yeah, you didn't read about all that? No, 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 I didn't know that. I think think part of this is a political stunt. Yeah. Uh, But, I mean, they were, somehow this virus outbreaks and, boom, the streets are clear all of a sudden. I mean, (laughs) it's it's a little little obvious. I mean, I've I've read a little bit of it. I, I mean, I may be speculating a little as well, but... Uh, I don't know. Of course, over here, if you look at all the crap that they tried to put into uh, this emergency stimulus package and stuff. Yeah. You know, I've been reading on some of that and looking at what they're trying to do. I mean, they they put a whole bunch of abortion stuff in there and then just they anything a, for their political gain. They put a lot of shit that people aren't going to read, dude. Yeah. Well, when you got, <laughs> they say these things are on average. Right. right. That's, 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 yeah. the, that's the distraction. Here's, here's some free that's money. That's we have this pandemic. We're going to, it's like that. Look over here what my right hand's doing while the left hand's over right. doing dirty. Right. That's kind of what they're doing. I mean, that's yeah. just how it is. And yeah. I, I don't fucking know, man. It's uh it's weird. It's just It's it's crazy, bro, because like uh I mean we're not even we're still dealing with this shutdown, but even oh, yeah. uh just like the next like election, honestly, man, yeah. like I've always been like a uh I, I've always been like anti Trump, I'm not gonna lie. I just didn't like how he carried himself. But 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 like as of right now, I'm for the guy. I'm, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'm well, like, dude wants what's right for the country, in my opinion. Yeah, you know what I'm well, saying. And that's like, the thing. Like a lot of people I know are anti-Trump, but they're they're like real far leftists and they're hardcore Democrat. Yeah. And uh, I, I've talked to so many people on this. Their only thing, the only reason they don't want Trump to be president is because he's not a Democrat. Yeah. Like I, I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, or liberal. If you want what's best for the country. Then that's the person that should be up there. Absolutely, doing it. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it, it shouldn't matter. They, they've all got a political agenda, right? I, I don't. I personally, I do not like politicians at all. Yeah, me either. So what, the way I look at it, fuck you. You're not a politician. You can't be president. No, that's that's not right. <coughs> nah. The man, Trump is a businessman. Right. Right. I, do I agree with everything he says and does? No, I don't. But yeah. do I think he's doing the best he can for our country? Yes, I, I think. He and is, I think it was opinion. I think it was you that posted about him being a businessman and him and uh, just pretty much exposing politicians. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's why they want him out of there. So right. they have spent more time and money trying to impeach him and get him out of there 
And his briefings, bro. CNN just literally attacks this dude. Oh, yeah. I watched one the other day. day. Three different news, uh, major news companies have have come in and they're just, it's like they're they're hammering at him, directing at him. And I'm like, what? He's, He's talking about something going on in the country and how he's wanting to fix it. I mean, yeah. the guy sold rice to, to China. Yeah. <laughs> He's a businessman, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, I mean you, can't, you can't really blame him for being, like, optimistic. Like, when I ask him something about this crisis or whatever, yeah, he's, and he's on the optimistic side of it. I mean, how can you blame? Anytime you address a crowd, I mean, this is coming from me being a U.S. Marine for eight years of my life and leading troops. When you know you're in a bad situation, yeah. you're not going to go out there and tell them, we're probably all going to die on this mission. No, you don't tell them that. Right. You're going to tell them, I mean, tell them the truth. Hey, this is bad. We're yeah. going into a bad situation. We're going into a bad area. And, and we know we know what's there. We know we, we have some idea of what to expect. Yeah. Which, where a lot of my superiors didn't like me, was I would tell them, we do not know what to expect. We have no idea what's on the other side of this hill. But we they're sending us over anyway. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to snoop and poop, and we're going to get in there. And we're going to do the best we can. We're going to do what we can. We're going to do what we're trying to do. We're right. just going there. And wars are not won by dying for your country. Wars are won by making the other motherfucker die for his country. And that's what we're trying to do. And that's what we're going to do. Right. And you just seem like, uh, you know, in that aspect, you just seem like a realist. You know what I'm saying? You're just telling yeah, me real life reality. I always, I always joke around and say my dad was a pessimist. My mom was an optimist. And yeah. I'm the offspring. When those two breed, you, you get a realist. Yeah. I mean, my little sister, she's, she's pretty much the same way. She's a little more optimistic on things yeah. than I am. Like, some people think I'm a pessimist. My sister will even tell you, like, no, he, he's just a realist. He's... You know, you get the glass half full, that's the optimist, the glass half empty, that's the pessimist, then the realist is like, there's a glass with water in it, and it'd be better off if there was alcohol in that glass. <laughs> I mean, that's just how I look at shit. Yeah, bro. I mean, I've, I've been that way a long time. Yeah, I'm kind of goofy sometimes, but... Shit, we just, all are, bro. You already know, we've had oh, we've yeah. had so many nights, like you said. Uh, <laughs> at the, we, we were talking about that the other day when we first started talking about doing this podcast. Yeah, bro, there's so many nights at the pub, like me, oh, yeah. you, and Mark Robin. You know, we just, oh, yeah, that's another guest you should get on here is Mark I, Robin. You, I think he would be You know what, You when show. you mentioned that to me, bro, you mentioned it to me, right? Um, I messaged him. And I was like, uh, you know, I was like, man, have you have you seen it? He was like, yeah, of course I've seen it. You know, I follow everything you do. And I was like, how would you feel about being on it? I was like, with me and Sean, or Sean and I. Yeah. And he was like, well, he's like, honestly, Corey, he was like, uh, I'm not very social outside of the pub. Uh, well, but, I mean, like we're doing here, like, yeah, I understand. He may not be very social outside of the pub. Yeah. But we go through and. I think the two of us sitting there talking to Mark, I think he would kind of open oh, up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mark, Mark's not an extremely social person. If you ever notice, even at the pub, yeah, he's he minds his own business. He yeah. goes con- little conversations with people. But now there's some people that he will sit and cut up with and yeah. laugh, and he'll just be a character because uh, he's a great person. He really is. Yeah, he's like you like you and him, yep, people just like gravitate to y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, he, people just like y'all. A little more Jim Beam in the flask. Absolutely. I, My I buddy just passed me some Jim. I don't mind if I do. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, people just gravitate to you know people like like you and like him. Honestly, normally I I always say I don't like people. Really? <laughs> I, I really don't like a lot of people, and I just a lot of people are fake, and a lot of people, especially in this area, for some reason, it's really weird. Like you get you hang out with somebody and you realize ah, they're a shithead. And I really just don't care for that person. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's crazy is um, 
I mean, I always say this. I've always said this, bro. Technology is going to evolve us, but it's also going to destroy us. And the reason yeah. I say that uh, with technology, you can be a completely different person online. Yeah. You can like, be yeah, fucking it's like that old, Superman. Old country song. Yeah. You know, I'm so much cooler online or whatever it is. He's talking about the only time he's ever been to L.A. was when he went with the fucking marching band. Ah, thank you, my friend. Yes, sir. No problem. You know, and he's living, talking about living in his mom's basement, but... When he's online, he's six foot eight, drives a mile. That's what I'm saying. I mean, shit. think it's... about it, bro. I mean, we follow a lot of the same people, like on just Facebook alone. Yeah. Like, just think about it. Like, a lot of these people, I've met some of these people, uh, mostly females. You know, I met them yeah. like, at, the, at the pub, you know. One, she didn't look shit like what yeah. I saw. And then yeah. two, like, she was just so bland compared to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, this great vibrant personality on absolutely. social media, but then in person. It's, it's I, I bullshit. Might as well be talking to a fence post. Yeah, it's it's, it's just complete yes, bullshit. Yes, you know, I, so yes. just the technology alone, bro. And then also, well, there's been several movies made, you know, about that kind of stuff. Where, like, uh, Ready Player One, I actually kind of enjoyed the movie. I never saw that. I heard it was good though. Well, if you if you watch it, like it's it's a whole fantasy world. It's all gamers. Like then you see like they look like train cars or trailer houses. They're all stacked up on each other. In these huge ghettos, and it's just people upon people upon people, and none of them have. I mean, they can't afford groceries. Basically, they, they barely have a, a pot to piss in or a way right. to throw it out of. Yeah. But they've got thousands and thousands of dollars worth of all this gaming shit, but oh, it's a virtual world, you know? Yeah. So that's their escape, and it's. I don't know. Well, honestly, uh, I told. Uh, I have a buddy, he's really big into gaming, right? Mm-hmm. Before all this, though, um, this or well, actually a few years ago, I'll go back a little bit. Uh, I lived in Austin, and um, yeah. I got into just looking at, uh, I just saw a random-ass YouTube video of, like, micro-homes, right? Right. Like, just a little tiny homes. Yeah. Um, and then I got in, more in-depth in, with it, and I saw, like, uh, these trailers, travel trailers, mm-hmm. turned into micro-homes, you know, or containers, if you will. You know they're what I'm saying? Containers or they're, uh, like, small cabins on wheels. Yes, so yeah. I saw tiny that, homes. and I could that's just a, see that. Honestly, I could see that growing more and more. People are going to live... Within their means and live very yeah. minimal well, and I, live bigger yeah. online. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? A bigger well, online. You know, another thing you're seeing is uh, the van life is getting popular. I've got a buddy of mine right now. <laughs> He's like, dude, you're single. You get you get your check every month guaranteed from your disability from the Marine Corps. He said, build you a small trailer and attach it to that van and make that van your home. That's crazy. He said, Dude, you can you can live on three. There's a guy that does it right now, living on three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, counting his fuel and everything. <laughs> and he just goes to state parks. He's got some solar panels. Yeah, and some of these vans were really nice, and some of them, like That's one cool, guy, bro. he's got a real nice, like a thirty thousand dollar van. Yeah, but it's he's redone the whole inside. But he started out with just a piece of shit forty Cono line, like crew van. Yeah, pulled all the seats out and stuck a cot in there uh, and took off. Yeah, you know, I've I'm always like, been fascinated with like the the bus. Type or a school bus type home? Well, see, those were popular, but a, yeah. a bus is big. So if you yeah, go into yeah, like a national a park or something, you've got to you've got to go in there and get the RV spot and plug in, hook up. Yeah. These people in vans, they're pulling into a Walmart parking lot, yeah. pulling into a neighborhood, and just a parking flying J and just parking in front yeah, of it. Yeah, just a regular old parking lot. And yeah, bro, that that's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. I, honestly, I think uh, I've always been really, really fascinated. I mean, hence the vehicle I drive with just Japan mm. and like Tokyo, right? And so, you know, they have, like, all these little small, like, Tokyo, like, hotels and stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel I've like eventually... I love Tokyo. For, I'm sure you've been there, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've, been over, I've been over to Japan twice now yeah. while I was in the Marine Corps. That's, and, that's uh, cool. 
You know, there's there's less Japanese people in Tokyo than there is anywhere else in the world. Really? It's it's a melting pot, man. There's people from all over. It's a uh, big business center. Just the, the culture. You know what I'm saying? The culture's yeah. cool. So uh, what I'm saying is, like, I feel like just like with the little, uh, the hotels over there, like how mm-hmm. small they are, I feel like that's going to grow, especially with this going on. Like, uh, the U.S. Americans are going to turn to that. Being inside more, living very minimal, you know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. whenever you want to be social, you get online. You create a social presence online. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's with gaming. That's obviously with Facebook. Right. I understand what you're saying. And I see this. Where I think we're failing, though, as human beings is if we're going to be strictly on that. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it was the cartoon Wally where you see the people. It was Wally. It was one of those Disney cartoons, cartoon movies. We see the people and they're just floating around in these chairs because their skeletal structures and bone structures had shrunk and they got fat and they can't hardly lift their arms. And yeah. It's like, that, that's what we're going to resort to. It's like, no, I, I like to hunt and fish. Right, uh, and I, I don't, I don't, really I don't want it. More, I don't but... want it to get to that point, but I just feel like that's where we're headed. I mean, think about it. If you're in the house <laughs> for three days, right, and then you go oh, to yeah. a Walmart, everything is weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you feel awkward as shit, you know? Well, so. I mean, it's... Like, I've been in this house two or three days now, but, I mean, I get out. I move around the yard. I go ride my motorcycle. I yeah. love riding my Harley. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, old, the old heathen. And uh, we'll take yeah. a look at her in a minute. I might even fire her up for the viewers. Oh, yeah, bro. We got, but, uh, I got to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that loud. It's not what you think. Uh, but, no, it's it's just the whole thing of the this social distancing I, I don't think this virus is near as dangerous as what they're saying. I mean, I'm sorry. Mm. We don't have a cure for a virus that can be killed by hand soap. What the flying shit. Yeah. Hand sanitizer and soap kills this virus. That's a good point. I mean, they're telling us to wear a mask and wash your hands. Well, you've <laughs> seen, I've seen several Facebook videos and some YouTube videos. They're spraying stuff through these masks that people are wearing. Oh, yeah. They're, they're fucking yeah. useless. I mean, yeah. my fa- my favorite one is... Uh, you expect your mask, your, your mask is about as effective at stopping the coronavirus as your underwear is at stopping a fart. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you see stuff like that. Yeah, I there just, there was one video, uh, I forget the guy's name, but he just legit tested like mm-hmm. 10 different masks. And there was like two that were effective, right? Two masks that worked. Yeah. But the other seven or however many it was, yeah. didn't do, I mean, the shit went right through it. You know, yeah, whatever it is. it's like the mask people are making and selling. Good effort. Yeah. for effort. Uh, you got a big fat F for effective. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's, it's still, it's... Yeah, I, and like you said, I think this is a... I mean, I understand it's a real thing. It's a real virus or whatever, yeah. but this People is uh, being sick. blown up. You know, more, it's blown, been blown out of proportion. Um, unfortunately, you know, well, because I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like for us to get back to normalcy. Yeah. It'd be cool. And I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I totally dismissed this virus. I totally just completely fucked it off. I'm like... I don't believe it. It's a political stunt. I was, and then I actually know somebody. Well, they say that's what he died from, uh, Mr. Westbrook. He was the band director at Harden Jefferson. Yeah, and his assistant band director at Lumberton. I actually knew his wife growing up, and she it was, it was from COVID nineteen for sure. That's what they're saying. And uh, but he had underlying health issues. That's what they're not understanding. And mm. like it's it's over a ninety eight percent survival rate from this thing. Yeah, and that and that's so, my whole thing on it as well. I mean, I understand. You know, they want us to be careful. Uh, and I, of course, I'm ca- careful because, like, I know people that are older with underlying health oh, issues. Yeah. But at the same time, like, the, the people that have these issues should be in the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and, it's like uh, a buddy of mine that owns a shop down the road where I learned how to be a fabricator welder. And I mean, Newman's taught me a lot. He's been like a dad to me. Yeah. He's he's 68 years old. So is Stumpy. Uh, they've been best friends 
since they were like five or six years old. And uh, Stumpy's got leukemia. Okay, he beat leukemia. He's in remission, but his immune system is is down. Yeah. So yes, when it comes to that, okay. When I go get groceries, make the grocery run, I call him because I tell him, "Hey, you don't need to be getting out and all this." Well, we had to go get parts for his for his uh, travel trailer where the water heater messed up. Yeah. And he went because he's one of those. He's like, no, I want to see what's being done. I want to see how it's going. Yeah, it's, and it comes yeah. to building something, maintenance. He's not lazy at all. He works circles around me and you both, I'm sure. Right, and I try, to keep, I try to keep that in mind as well. You know, I mean, they still want to live their lives, yeah. you know. They don't want to be but treated at, any differently. Right, but at the same time, he's wearing a mask and he's he was wearing gloves. And, you know, he, we're taking precautions, but he gets out as little as possible. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you really don't need to go to Walmart or a grocery store right now. He's like, I understand. And I'm like, I'm just trying to. I'm reading all this. Yeah, just looking out. He's he's one of those. He he just got a smartphone. It's it's kind of humorous. <laughs> he got a, like an iPhone 10, I think, is what he got. Oh, and I'm not really good with an iPhone 10. He, went so, from, he pretty much went from a flip phone to an iPhone. So 10. he went from like if he was in the gaming world, since we mentioned gaming, he went from level one to fucking to, to level fifty. Level fifty, <laughs> like that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so it's. I mean, but oh. I, I'm, I'm really I'm really impressed with how he did it though, because. I, mean, I love the guy to do. He's been my dad to me since I met him years ago at Alibis, and he just—he's always been one of those simple people. Works hard every day, makes yeah. his money. He built one of the best motorcycle mechanics I've ever met. Taught me so much about motorcycles. Yeah, and just it, it, not, not only that, but how to be a biker and everything. Just—it's not about how tough you are and all that, dude. We're on two wheels. We enjoy riding. That's it. Yeah, man. I think that's another but uh, another big like big reason. Like I would always go to like. I mean, just the, the people in general at the pub are cool, but a lot of you guys that go there are bikers. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That shit's always been not, interesting to yeah. me. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm and I'm not going to ever knock anyone who wears a patch or a club patch. I don't care what patch is on your back. If you're on the side of the road, I'm going to stop and help you. Yeah. It's just the way I was taught. It's the way I am. And, there's, uh, there's always been like a respect yeah. factor deal, like thing there. You know, that, uh, that's what, I, what I'm seeing, oh, yeah. you know. And yeah. I, I think that's great. Though. I mean, we all, a bunch of us ride motorcycles and, it's uh, and honestly, I don't care if you ride a motorcycle or not. You're cool. Let's be cool. Let's yeah, hang out. Let's hang out and like have some drinks and oh fuck yeah, and, and and means, let's drink a beer. And shoot the <laughs> shit. Yeah, life's bro. too short to to be in social groups and fucking worry about your status and be snooty fucker. Uh, and you know what's crazy? Yeah, I think I with like this fucking this whole COVID thing sucks. Like I'm tired of even talking about it, but I, I think oh, yeah. it's it's making people realize that you have to be kind to one another. It doesn't matter what you have, what skin color you are, what your financial status is. If you're a human, you have to treat each other well. Unfortunately, it's it's taken that it's taken this for some people to realize that. Like I was raised that way. Yeah, me, you know, I, I grew mean, up in Lumberton back before the McDonald's. That's that's how I have to explain it to people. Like yeah. they realize, oh, you grew up in Lumberton. Oh, you're a big rich area. No, no, no. Lumberton was a podunk town when I grew up. <laughs> like, we had two gas stations. I remember when the market basket there went from Mr. D's to Piggly Wiggly to Market Basket. Damn. <laughs> I was like 16 when HEB opened. My first job on paper at 17 was HEB there in Lumberton. Oh, and like I was telling you, I picked you know, my uh, my puppy up from Coons so today. I passed through, oh, yeah. through Lumberton. Bro, <laughs> Lumberton has grown. Like, I've, I've never, I've only been there like a handful of times when I was yeah. really small. Uh, like middle school and then just now, right? Uh, yeah. It has grown so much. 
There's so much shit there now. It's, like, it's crazy because, like I said, when I grew up there, like where the where the Walmart and everything is. Yeah. When I was a kid, and Bug would tell you the same thing. We used to hunt in those woods and ride dirt bikes back there. Yeah. I mean, I can't. It was tell just you, like woods. Yeah, it was all woods. That's I mean, crazy. Deer ran in there. I, mean, I dude, because I grew up over on Kings Row in Lumberton. We we cross. Uh, excuse me. We cross right there at Chance Cutoff and come up 69. Dude, we were in the woods and nobody gave a shit. We rode four wheelers and go karts and all that on the street growing up. It was it's just one of the things. It was we did. nice, huh? And it you... was it was a country town, and that's like my daughter. Uh, they live up in Warren, and it's it's about like that now. You know, there's not a lot, not a lot there, which yeah. is nice. I mean, you got to drive a little bit, but it's just uh, seeing it now. Yeah, uh, compared to like when I was growing up there. Shit, it's it a lot different, huh? <laughs> yeah. well, you know what's crazy though? Like, um, I was, I, again, just like with something like this, it makes you want to move to places like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, because you know me, I'm always trying to fucking run back to Houston. I'm always trying to get back to Houston. Always trying to get back to Houston or just yeah. a city environment. But with something like this, I'm like, nah, because I was raised in Marysville. Uh, oh, like, okay. Yeah, elementary. I'm talking baby. To yeah. to like uh, maybe junior high high school. Yeah, and well, then my I sister to lives Cyprus. actually in Mauriceville now. Really? Yeah, uh, when you cross over sixty two where that bank is, take yeah. the left and that between the bank and the church, uh, she lives on Chauncey back there. Oh her and her shit! Husband. Okay, okay. Yeah, they they moved over there uh, three four years ago, something like that. Damn. And then they just got married in February. They've been together five years when they got married. Wow. Which. Hopefully this one this all works and I mean he's a good dude so he's cool yeah they bought it they bought a nice house well the the house they were living in Orange when she when they moved in together yeah after they've been dating a while uh, their garage is I think like eighty square feet less than what the the house size was over there with a garage attached to it holy shit so they went from like a nine hundred something square foot house over there in Orange to this one where the garage is the same size as the house so now they got a man cave. And, <sighs> But he's so been, now they he's got been, a house. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's been an operator for years. Well, it's, it's a really nice home. Yeah. And it wasn't very old when they bought it from the guy. And he, I mean, mm. he, you could tell he worked shift work, my sister said, because the room he was sleeping in didn't have any windows in it. Oh, so, really? <laughs> for when he worked nights and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that makes sense. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. That's, and that's what that's what they both wanted. You know, they had a lot of the same goals. Now they have a granddaughter. Uh, my sister doesn't actually have any kids. Mm. But his daughter, her stepdaughter, that's Harper. That's their granddaughter, and then they've got uh, my niece's little girl that stays with them all the time. Oh, oh. we go to Cootie and Toads. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's, uh, <laughs> she's two and a half now. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just great. Yeah, and just like being on that, you know, just being out in the middle of nowhere. Honestly, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's it just seems more practical it's nowadays. Like you know? their neighborhood that they live in, it reminds me kind of the neighborhood I grew up in. You know, yeah. Because I grew up on Kings Road, it's uh, like Tall Timbers Edition or whatever. But uh, Hardin County News used to come back, and we lived all the way at the back. But, like, a lot – and I, I still keep in touch with some of the people from that neighborhood. Yeah. But it, it's, like, three different streets, you know, and, and that all connect. And, like, our neighbors – dude, when I was a kid, if me and my buddy screwed up, like, his dad was busting both our asses. Yeah. And every neighbor standing yeah. outside spanking <laughs> our butt on the way to my dad's. And then, and then my dad would spank both our butts and then send Michael home. And Yeah. I, and I'm like, like I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm chuckling because uh, I, I have stories of my uncles like uh, telling oh, yeah. me the same thing. They we all grew up off uh, 11:30, mm-hmm. like right before. Um, so you go down 11:30, you know it runs super long, right? Right, right. Um, and then you, you come down like towards Mauriceville before like some tracks, 
It's off. There's a road called Browns Road. That's where we grew up on. Okay, and I, I know um, about where that is. Yeah, it's right across from like a little <laughs> a little Baptist church. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to say it's a, a Colony Baptist Colony Baptist Church. It's off eleven thirty. Is it eleven thirty? Yeah, it's it's eleven thirty. Uh, yeah, that's it. Hmm. But uh, anyhow, like it was the same way, you know. Like the neighbors would. So it's kind of like right before you get to Gist. Uh, so like Randall, like whenever you pass our road, Randall Road is the road right okay. next to it. Okay, I know what and, you're talking about. Yeah, and then there's like the the Baptist Church, and then you go down a little bit. There's some train tracks, and then you keep going, and you get to like uh, what is that, sixty two? Mm-hmm. You got to travel a little bit. You get past that little uh, plant or whatever that thing is. Yeah, on the right hand side, and then the bridge and the elementary. See, and all there that you stuff. are, like all natural Texas country boy. I didn't realize you grew up in the sticks, like in <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Like the grew... way you carry yourself and the way you talk to them, like you love Houston, you love Austin. Yeah, it's like all right. You would have so, never thought. You know, yeah, so you, you dug your, you dug yourself out of the dirt and sticks in Mauriceville to you know fucking <laughs> yeah, beat somebody. Yeah, bro, and and honestly, man, like you know, I, I grew up on three wheelers mm-hmm. and shit like that. Me and my brother we used to get ringworms and shit because we were always outside, you know. Shit like I think that. that was every every Southern kid. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm I'm 41 now. Yeah, I'm 29. I'm almost 30. Okay, you're almost 30. Well, so yeah, I mean, you're you're within 10 years of me. You were yeah. like the generation like of, of little kids after me, kind of. Yeah. So like, you were still playing in the dirt. Eating we were dirt. still outside, bro. Yeah, yeah, still playing outside. We were still outside. Yeah, and you, you weren't like this video game generation we have now. No. Like, I got an eight year old. He'll be nine on the 20th. And yeah. It's I talked to him, and I I love my son. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes I wonder what in the hell is going on with these kids, yeah, bro. You know, it's, it's and I, I just told uh, the guy from the first podcast, Nick, made him out a conversation before yeah. the podcast. I just told him this, like, this pandemic sucks, but think about the next one, the next one, bro. Like these, whenever these, this inside generation of gamer right, kids, right? They're not outside building immunities to stuff. No, well, I mean, I remember as a kid, like I had chicken pox three damn times. I guess I was just real susceptible, but most kids. You know, I was in high school the last time I had it. Yeah. But and that was when I had the real bad case and I've never gotten it since. But our parents used to make us go play with the other kids with chicken pox. So we'd get it, so we'd build the immunity and be done with it. Yeah. You know, we get it. <laughs> yeah. A week exactly. out of school tops, boom, you're right back going. I mean Yeah, bro, exactly. And um just, you know, just going back to like the sticks and whatnot, you know, just I'm so grateful that like you you and I both, I'm gl- I'm grateful yeah. we were raised that way. Because, like, now it's like, you know, I've, I've been I want, wanting to move back to a city, right? But it's like now I want to move to, like, a Lumberton or, like, a Warren. I want to move somewhere where it's I can, like, have a little piece of land, like maybe two acres, yeah. three acres. Yeah. And put, like, you know, a, a home on it. You know what I'm saying? But, like, right. have, like, space. You got to come. Like, your driveway. I have to come down yeah, a driveway. Well, I mean, we're going to see you when you make the curve, you know. And if, if you're not supposed to be here... You're either going to back up and find a way out of here, or you're going to come on up and ask for directions. Yeah. It's, I mean, the only people that really come out here, and this is what I love about the place. Yeah. The only people that really come out here are supposed to be here. Right. Normally. I right. Mean, and that's... Because that. you have to have directions. Because you saw how easy it was to miss the road to come in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just went <laughs> past it right off. <laughs> yeah, it's... You know, but just, uh, you know, the long driveways, mm-hmm. like, and honestly, like, you... You're intended to come here. Like, I want that, you know, for, for me and for my kids, yeah. you know, my future family. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Well, my daughter's know? been after me for a while to move up there to warn around them. Yeah. What it is, my grandson's three years old now. Crockett, man, he, <laughs> I love him to death. He's yeah. a great kid. 
I love all my grandkids, but I, I unfortunately haven't got to meet the other two because my son's stationed in South Dakota. He's uh, uh, in the Air So Force. you got you have three total. So well, and then of course Carly's son Maverick. He calls me Papa because me and her mom were dating at that time. So oh, okay, so, okay. I guess I got four. Technically. Yeah. Little, little man, man. Oh, he's yeah. he's gonna be a little lady oh, he's killer. Be a little yeah, yeah, he's gonna be breaking. He's gonna be breaking hearts mm-hmm. and, and hurting feelings for sure. He's, but, uh, yeah, he's he's gonna be hurting feelings. What's the uh, what's the population of Warren? Oh man, I don't even know. Uh, I could probably Google it or look it up. But I'm kind of yeah. lazy with the phone right now. But Booger, come here. Hey, come on, buddy. <laughs> I don't need to get too excited. Oh, man. Like, uh, so, uh, before yeah. I named uh, my puppy I just got today, I named her Zelda. She's oh, a, that's cool. Yeah, she's a purebred black German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, she's gorgeous, man. But she's she's a baby, bro. I got I to gotta learn how to, I got to get some, obtain some uh, patience, dude. She's 10 weeks. Well, any, any working class breed, I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be a little, especially German Shepherds and Labs, really, people... I don't know a lot about the German Shepherd breed, but I know that they're going to be a big dog. They're they're high energy dogs. Yeah, and but, uh, right before her, I had a little like a he looked like a little bully, like a little mm-hmm. pocket bully. But it's like someone took a pit bull and fucking breeded it with something else that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he was funny it's, looking. Yeah, it's like a he's he's just a mutt. Yeah, I mean, he's a good dog. He's normally he's one of them. He just stays on the porch. I ain't really, really? Ever, he he's been in the house maybe a handful of times. He's about six months old now. Yeah, he doesn't care to be in the house. He comes in, he might get something out of the water, out of his mama's food bowl inside. Yeah, his mom's pitting something else in his dad's lab, and probably two or three other things. How old are they? Uh, they're about six months old. That's the whole litter. We still have all five of them. So if anybody what? wants a puppy that's listening out there, <laughs> I have three black females. Damn. I, w- I wish I would have. I wish I would have known before I got. Uh, oh, we'd have give you one. Yeah, I just named, I just named yeah. in everything Zelda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I tell you what, growing up in a black household, three black females might be some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better choose wisely. Shit. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. No, they're, they're actually, I got one, I, I call her Houdini because we put them in the pen because all the neighbors have dogs. And Well, the, the rent house at the curve up there, they were doing some work on one of the water lines or something above yeah. the house. Apparently, the puppies went over there. And they got the guy that was working on the house. They got into his bag and they took all kinds of fittings. And then one of them took the whole bag. Oh and he, shit! He was over here in the yard for about twenty minutes picking everything up. And, <laughs> and then my neighbor she'll text me occasionally, be like, and she sent me a picture the other morning. She said, "Have you seen this shoe? <laughs> We're looking for it. It was a blue crock. Her son. He, he's, he's a very large young man. He's only, I think he's sixteen, but real nice young man. He just." He's like, oh no, I found my other blue one, and I brought the camouflage one. So I didn't find the blue one, but I found the camouflage. And we were like, oh great, now I got both pairs back. Like, <laughs> is he? Uh, yeah. Is he in any sports? Oh, I don't know. Guy? I think he plays football. Yeah, but with school being out and stuff, he's bro. So and uh, that's the question I had for uh, you know a, a couple of my buddies are parents, right? So I yeah. talked to them. Well, all of them are parents except me. I'm right. a dog parent, <laughs> but uh, hey, that I, still I talk, counts, man. Yeah, I know. I love. I love this one still to death. I love the feet. one previous to death as well. But I talked to them today just about like, I'm like, so what's the plan? You know, schools. Uh, the governor just said school is out for the rest of the year, right? Mm-hmm. So do you homeschool the kids? I mean, uh, home, either homeschool well, or do you hold them back next year? How does this work? Uh, from, from what I'm hearing and what I've like, I've got, I've actually got friends. They have a uh, she. They're they're. They both been married before and had kids. But she's got a set of twins that are seniors in high school in Maryland, and then he's got a daughter that's a senior in high school. I, I want to say twins. I'm not sure. Yeah. So they've got they've got three senior girls, 
now school's out for the rest of the year and I man my heart goes out to them I feel bad for these seniors these kids yeah. busted their ass bro and really worked to, to do all this and have like, their, their the just the ending of their senior like their high yeah. school career just yeah, goes to shit yeah, you know? yeah, and I think they're, they're getting the shit in the stick on this for sure. Yeah, I, I think they are, and I really feel bad for them. I mean, yeah. like I said, it's it's just the whole thing of. I mean, I remember my senior year in high school. It was it was great. Yeah, you know, we had senior skip day. We did the senior pranks. We had, you know, your last like during football season to play football in high school. And you got your you got your uh, your senior pep rally, which is yeah, you know, all the seniors, <laughs> and then like your senior night at the football game, bro. And, and like for us dudes, like we didn't give us, we didn't care too much about like prom, but the females yeah. did. But that's what made us care about it. You know right. what I'm saying? So their, it's like their proms were canceled because normally prom comes up in, in what April or May. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so that's canceled. You know, it's just yeah. It's they're they're, they're really, especially their senior prom, like junior prom. The, the, because the way it worked when I was in school, junior prom was wild. That was, hey, that, it well, was yeah, kind of wild. It's junior senior prom, and like the way at my school it worked was the the seniors or the juniors put on the prom for the seniors. Yeah, it was kind of like a farewell. You know, hey, you made it this far, and the junior the junior class did all that. So we had our student body government and all that. And yeah, the juniors put on the prom for the seniors, and then it, that's the, that's the way it would go. And then the next year, the upcoming classmen put it did, on. Did the same thing. Yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah, and so yeah. it's it's kind of shitty. You know that they're they're not they're not getting that they're not getting that I guess the full high school effect. Yeah. Because I mean, I didn't care as much about like all that, but you know some of my friends did, and I mean it was it was cool. I went to I went to my junior and my senior prom. I thought it was great. It was fun. But it's it came to that point of you know it comes to that point now they're they're missing it. It's mm. it just not like I said I feel bad for them because they're missing out on that. Right, and it, it, especially with something that we can't control. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. We don't know when it's going to end. And also, like, there's something new about it every fucking day. Oh, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... Well, it's, and like I, it comes back to... I'm, I'm under the opinion... I, I, my opinion is it, it's kind of a political stunt. It is. And I think, it, I think it's really crappy because it's... You know, there's been different statements that... Well, Nancy Pelosi's... That, that just she's just a waste of space and skin and oxygen in my opinion she needs to um, go she away she needs to remember <laughs> she works for the American people she needs to go and away bro the problem is <laughs> and so we're going to go a little political here which I hate politics but this is what this is what everything I don't know how much time we have left or how much time we have going <laughs> but it comes down to it and we've uh the American people, we have been somewhat divided, and and we're in the beginning stages of being conquered. I think. Yeah. I so, mean, do you think we're uh, close to being like a socialist, like communist type country? After this, and seeing the grocery stores, I've been in socialist countries. I've been I've been over in South America and stuff, and I've seen their grocery stores. History doesn't lie. What the problem is, they're not teaching true history uh, in a lot of places what they're teaching is what they want people to know about history I mean right. from Stalin to Hitler to any any communist or socialist leader that's taken over and try to change things you, those who do not study history's mistakes and learn from them are doomed to repeat them that's one of the that's one of the things that my dad said and I, it's he always told me that and I don't remember who originally said it but it's true it's well, right it's been it's a correct. staple it, it's one yeah. of those things I've always kept that in the back of my mind, and I've looked at everything, and it, we're gonna we're gonna 
basically they're giving us enough rope to hang ourselves. They're 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 easing into. It. I mean, there's more people on welfare now than there ever has been. Yeah. I mean, and I used to see it all the time when I was repoing cars, and even when I worked for the bail bonds company as a recovery agent, and going through. And you see these able-bodied guys at ten o'clock in the morning sitting there drinking a forty. Yeah. Like, no, dude, you could bro. be working. Yeah, bro. Honestly, you know, I'm in like I'm in the hotel shit, but I'm in the hotel like mom and pop hotel shit in Beaumont, right. and. Uh, you know, when I say mom and pop, it's, you know, your lower tier star hotels, right? Oh, yeah. So these, bro, I see it every day. These people don't do shit all day, right? And the next day, they're asking me to, you know, they're asking us to uh, extend their time to before where they uh, can check out at a certain time. Right. Or, you know, they don't have this or, you know, th- just some kind of shitty excuse. It's yeah. like, I can work, right? Like, I can work, you can work. What's wrong with you? Like, yeah. what, what's the problem? But, it, but it's up here, though. I'm 40% disabled. I've still got part of a bullet in my hip. My, my back's messed up. And my, you, my you've been through up. shit. You I've know? had a heart attack. But I get I get that call, hey, we got repo orders in. I go repo cars. Right. I know that's not the, because the coolest you, job or the best job. No, but I get off but my you ass know, and I go to work. Right, you day. know what you have to do at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, I know. I've got to make some money. I want to eat today. Right. I, got, I got this bad habit. I got used to eating every day. So I got no problem working, you know. My dad used to say, you don't work, you don't eat. And I think that should be true for a lot of people. Yeah. I think that should be true in this country. I understand. I mean, welfare and, and like food stamps and all that should be on a case by case basis. For sure, for sure. Because I mean, mm-hmm. you have your single mothers that go through unfortunate mm-hmm. uh, experiences, or you—I mean, just a family in general that goes through something yeah. unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? I understand that, you know, and I get it, and that's what it's there for. But for people to literally and blatantly take advantage of the shit. Oh yeah, and it's constant, and then we it's have just unacceptable. Of, we have a lot of illegal aliens coming in. And, you know, there's that plaque, on, I believe it's on the Statue of Liberty, give me your tired, you're sick, you're hungry. Okay, yeah, come on in, but there's a legal way to do it. Mm-hmm. There really is. Do it the legal way. Yeah. I mean, some of the most successful people, Arnold Schwarzenegger for one, a naturalized U.S. citizen. He's originally from Austria, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, this dude's made movies, he came over here legally, yeah. became a U.S. citizen. Why can't why can't everybody else do it? Right, and this, he didn't. He, he had nothing when he came here. And this dude had to drive. Yes, a, it's a fucking uh, new. The Nissan. problem is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, our country is rewarding laziness. Yeah, I mean, and I, I say yeah because it's just like uh, every like anything that promotes lazy laziness is just like glorified. Fucking McDonald's, uh, video games, yeah. Netflix. Any other shit that's gonna literally make you sit on your ass and eat all day and do nothing and do nothing. Yeah, you but know? these people are doing this, and I'm like, okay, wait, how are you driving this nice new car and you don't work? You're on welfare. Right. And here I got this old beat up pickup truck, which don't get me wrong, we love our old beat up pickup trucks. Yeah. But it's the whole thing of, dude, you just you had five kids, now you get paid for each kid, and you're uneducated. You, you don't have any drive to go and fix that. Yeah, it, it's, it's very sad because, I mean, I see it a lot um, and, and, and certain people, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. what I mean is just the priorities. Like, I believe it's our just around, is dumbing people down. Just around, like, tax time, right? You'll see mm-hmm. somebody get a brand new fucking car, uh, put rims on the fucking car. The car is well over 150,000 miles, right? So it's about to have transmission problems. <laughs> or, and or if, it do, yeah. if it doesn't right now... It will because you just put some fucking rims on it. Yeah, because you're putting 22s on a <laughs> on a Buick that the stock size is 15 or 16. Right, it's... and you putting this heavy ass rim on the car, and then you know a month down the line it goes to shit, 
And now you know, like you, but you're still trying to just spray perfume on a pig. Like my thing is, yeah. we have to like set our priorities and abide by that shit. You gotta, I mean, you gotta. You just, it's a stair step method. But people are just, you know, not just uh, particular people in America, but all of us. We're, we're impatient, and the internet, you know, with how fast it is, it's making us more impatient, bro. I waited. I was on YouTube. We don't have to get out anymore. We can order toilet. We can order groceries now, and they get oh, yeah. delivered Amazon, to our house. Amazon, two hours. Groceries, oh, yeah. two groceries. hours. That's you it. You don't even have to leave your house to get groceries. No, no. Yes, was... that's convenient. Yes, I can understand where some people may need us. It yeah. may help some people. We have become, and I've, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. And I guess people are going to be listening to this, but our country will fall due to greed and arrogance. Yeah, and that's and it. That's that are, is exactly we are it. Making them lazy, and they are greedy, and they are the American people are greedy. They are arrogant, they are pompous asses, and they're and, and now they're they're entitled. Yeah, it's like you owe me. I, no, and I, you're I, owed what you get up and earn. I also just told Nick this. Like, I mean, yeah, the the average American is arrogant, but our government alone is fucking arrogant. You got to lead by example. Think about it. How easy was oh, yeah. it to fucking control us with this shit? You can't go do shit right now. You know what I'm saying? Stay in the house. And we stay in the fucking house. So it's it, unconstitutional what they did. Yeah. But enough the problem is they've divided us, divide and conquer. That was Stalin's philosophy. That's every Marxist philosophy. That was Hitler's philosophy. Oh, let's disarm if they disarm us, America's fucked. They're gonna they're just gonna run amok. Ooh. They can have my gun when they pry it from my cold dead hands. Honestly, I can't see it. I can see it happening in a lot of places, but I guess Not it's because in we're a native. <laughs> we're native Texans, yes. <laughs> not in fucking Texas, dude. It is not. I don't give a fuck. It they'll, is they'll not sell, happening, They'll be selling bro. ice skates in hell before they take our guns, Bruh, pal. Texans? I mean, yeah. I mean, just imagine or thinking about it. Even with the cases of corona, like, we're, we're not. It's not that bad out here, bro. Well, it, I mean. It ain't that just, fucking. Louisiana's getting fucked. But yeah. it's not that bad. And honestly, that was a shock to me because I love Louisiana. I, I love Louisiana. If I didn't live in Texas, I'd live in Louisiana. Well, I guarantee there's there's probably a lot of them Cajuns in the swamps that probably didn't hand crank their radios to listen to shit. They're like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Bull up the mud, let's go. I'm going to have a little bit of this moonshine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, they're like, yeah, fuck you, government. They, they've been saying that for years. I mean, there's probably people in the swamps and in bios out there probably still don't have electricity or living just fine. Yeah. Eating every day, but they're hardworking people. They get up, they go to work every day. Dude. They may, they may not be going to a plant and working or to a grocery store and working, but they're going out and they're hunting, they're fishing, they're, they're doing what they got to do, working do. in their garden. It, it's a job to them. It's, yeah. I mean, you go back, what, 1800s? You don't work, you don't eat. There wasn't a lot of money back then. There was not a lot of money printed back then. People worked in their gardens. They worked in their fields. They ate what they grew. They ate what they hunted for. Yeah, and also something like this is just showing you how essential it is to like, uh, like or how essential a farmer is. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we, we take shit like that for granted. Yeah, dude. absolutely. We do. Yes, yes, we, we take definitely it for granted. Do. Honestly, uh, <laughs> so I've been bored, like, because uh, you know I'm working for a, a, a hotel, several hotels, but yeah. I'm staying at one, right? I've been yeah. really fucking bored. So, like, I've been, uh, like, buying, just stocking up on food and shit. But I took some, <laughs> I took some red kidney beans and I germinated them. I put them in paper towels, you know, sprouted them. Yeah. 
And dude, you should see my little fucking kidney being plant now. Excellent. And but just that alone, I was so fascinated by how fast it grew. I was like, yeah. "Fuck, I need a house so I can start gardening shit." Yeah, well, you know what I'm I mean, saying? We're actually looking at somewhere out here on the farm here in the next couple of days. I go to the shop, get the tiller. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a garden. And I'm like, yeah. Dude, we can Why grow not? cucumbers, squash, okra. Yes. I mean, we've got onions growing over there, and that was just the ones we bought from the grocery store—green onions. Yeah, we just when I cut the ends off, oh yeah, I chop you put, you put a salad in a little cook bit with. of water. Nah, we just put them straight to the pot. Oh shit! Okay, and, and okay. Just, and just we didn't pack the soil on top. That that whole pot of there's full of onions. Damn. That's all green onions. Yeah. So uh, this, yeah. this uh, a friend of mine, she she just took the, the like the ass end of it and put in like yeah. a little cup of water, right? And dude, yeah. I swear to God, in like two days, the shit was a the. It was normal size fucking? Yeah, those, those things sprouted quick. Those, it was like, those cool. have been in there for about a month, but to get your average length, and you see how some of them are turning brown a little bit on the ends, Yeah, and they're they're falling over. But, I mean, your average green onion, about 12, 13 inches. That shit's cool, these, man. They, some of these over here are 18, 20 inches long growing yeah. out of that pot, I just man. I just hate that it, uh, <coughs> um, it, it took, like, you know, something crazy for me to realize a lot of oh, precious yeah. things in life. I can honestly say that for myself because, I, you know, we're all distracted by something such as the fucking internet. Like, yeah. just going back to that, dude, like, I was uh, on YouTube the other day, and I had a bad Wi-Fi connection, right? Yeah. It took my YouTube video, like, 30 seconds to load, and I freaked out. Oh, man. Like, like I, I freaked the fuck, bro. I freaked the fuck out. See, I grew up, I grew up with AOL. No, uh, no, I mean, no, 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 no. I, I grew bro. up with AIM, too. Yeah. Like, neener, neener, neener. Yeah, yeah. I grew up with all this shit. If, if somebody calls, you're like, shit, I got to start all over. Yeah, or like <laughs> your mom or dad picks up the phone yes, and like you're trying yes, to get on oh fucking IM, trying to get on Messenger. Yeah, you're trying to do something like bro. that. Bro, so I know, but, but the fact that it, like, my, my shit took 30 seconds to load and I freaked out made me realize how <laughs> shitty we are, bro. It's like, <laughs> damn. Like, like, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm young. I'm only 41, but I'm, yeah, I'm remembering, like, young. before the internet and before. Oh, man. Imagine, like imagine something thing. like this before the internet. Oh, yeah, people. Uh, well, I mean, we'd be outside playing. We'd be gardening. Oh, yeah, we'd yeah, be, yeah, yeah, true, true. I mean, I remember true. as a kid. It's, it's a different time. Like, see, I was, I was. I was really blessed. My dad was an attorney. My mom was a teacher. They were a vote, but they weren't just book smart people. They were both very intelligent people. You yeah. know what I mean? And, uh, like, we had a garden a couple of years when I was growing up. And I was trying to get him to drink a little beer, huh? Yeah. Oh, oh. Kind of like that singing Bach, huh, buddy? Uh, Texas native. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just good old porch dog. He's like, nope, I smell your dog and you pet me, so now you're going to have to pet me all the time. I'm not going to leave you alone. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, my parents were, were smart people. Like, we had a garden. Remember, we had cherry tomatoes, and they grew all the way through two freezes that year. And, and we were still pulling cherry tomatoes off of them. Like, some of them were frozen in February during the freeze. Yeah. And then we didn't even replant. They just kept growing into the next year. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, Damn. And, yeah, and of course, I, I also remember my dad trying to grow sweet potatoes out there, and uh, we threw all the pumpkin guts from Halloween into that flower bed. We had pumpkin vines, they choked out the sweet potatoes, <laughs> dad couldn't figure it out. And then, then my mom clicked, and she's like, Oh, I told the kids to throw the pumpkin seeds out in the back. Uh, yeah, they must have dumped them there. We're like, Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like, Okay. <laughs> Oh, but I mean, just, just simple things. Sitting there snapping green beans on the porch with your mom or your grandma. Yeah. Digging up your own new potatoes. 
You know, you throw that big old slab of bacon in that pot, and boil it down with some salt and pepper, maybe a little Tony Sashes. And knowing you picked those green beans and you dug up those Absolutely, potatoes. Absolutely, bro. As a kid. It's, it's Man, just was, so rewarding. Yeah, it was like a sense of accomplishment. Especially right. and me and my sister, we were young doing that. But then you spend, we're outside playing. Well, that was nothing. Go grab a couple cherry tomatoes and eat them as I'm running around the yard. Yeah. It's just, it's just like a, you just feel accomplished. Just, yeah. Uh, just even like just looking at the trampoline here, man. I, I was at a buddy's house the other day. So what he did was uh, they cut off the top of the trampoline. Yeah. Put some fencing type shit around the bottom. Oh, to make a chicken coop. Yes. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, we may end up doing that, which, well, we don't have any kids around here anymore except the ones at the very end. But, yeah. But uh, Bug's niece's kids will come over and jump on the trampoline. We don't give a shit. But uh, we may do that because we got a chicken coop, but that belongs to somebody else that's sitting over here. Yeah, they had a little chicken coop. Oh, yeah. Damn, well, they got, cool. they got they uh, got goats back here, cows back here. Back here. Damn. Oh, yeah. In the evenings, you'll hear the peacocks go off. I was riding a bike to the store the other day. Yeah. And I was like, shit, I had to turn around because one of them peacocks was out. Yeah. And uh, they make they make just this crazy-ass noise. I've never heard of peacock. Uh, give, it, give it about an hour and you might. <laughs> <laughs> They, they start to go off occasionally. <laughs> and uh, you'll hear, you can, you can tell it's two or three different ones. Yeah. It'd be a minute or so apart. But uh, yeah, I had a girl over here one day hanging out. A friend of mine, she's like, What in the hell is that? It's peacocks. <laughs> <laughs> See, the peacocks are guineas. So it kind of sounds like. Oh, yeah. And then the dog's barking just to hear themselves bark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, bark at the red sports car. It's not a truck. Yeah, I know. You should see a sports car in the driveway. Yeah. They just remind me of two, like, little farm dogs, you know? That's that's what they are. Uh, yeah, you know, they'll just get yeah. at it. Well, this farm, actually, uh, it, they've got, we've got a, what we call a slaughter tree out back. And uh, they used to make their own boudin and sausage and stuff like that here. And they, slaughter, they raise hogs and slaughter them. Yeah, And uh, no there's still scar marks from where they was cutting the hogs down. Damn. And they'd raise the pigs. And, yeah, it's still out there. Hell, I didn't show you that picture of that big old Wapaloosa catfish I caught, huh? No. Oh, Wait, man. when'd you go fishing? <laughs> I fish all the time, bro. <laughs> what was the most recent time? Like uh, A couple yesterday? weeks ago. That's about what a 15 to 20 pound Wapaloosa catfish. I caught it on a trot line in the back. Look at the fucking Ellen. head on oh, this yeah. thing. Dude. Ellen, here, I'll show you the head on it. <laughs> LNVA Canal in the back. I caught it out of there. And for the, blue cat for the listeners, I will post these pictures of this fucking catfish. Yeah, I'll send them to him. This is crazy. That's just the belly meat off of it. It fed eight people. God damn. Off that one fish. We got a... How many did y'all catch that day? Uh, we pulled two off the trot line that day. That's holding it out. God. There's Trent holding it up. It's, turning, it's flipping though. There's the mouth on that son of a gun there. Oh, god damn, dude. <laughs> you can put a big old catfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can almost put, put both your fists both in Both of my fists in that fucking catfish's mouth. But yeah, that's, I mean, I'm not worried about eating. I can hunt, I can fish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Now, I really like saltwater fishing. So as soon as I was really disappointed the beaches weren't open. Honestly, I've never been, um, I've never been <laughs> freshwater fishing. I damn freshwater? My life. I've never been freshwater. Oh, I've never wow. been bass fishing, none of that. I ain't, wow. I've never done it. I've always been to like the, uh, you know, Sabine Pass and shit coming oh, yeah. up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The wild, little wildlife shit. Uh, I've always been out there. Yeah. Reds, uh, oh, yeah. uh, drums, fucking yeah, flounder. Yeah. I've, I've always done that, but I've never been never been freshwater fishing. Huh. Well, Ever. I got a couple of poles, man. We can walk back there in a little while if you want to throw a line in. Yeah. You say you've been freshwater fishing. <laughs> but, hey, uh, never, never, never done it, bro. Well, I mean, I grew up 
learning how to fish because I, I mean I, I grew up really close to Village Creek. Yeah. So as a little kid, we were going down there fishing. And my grandparents actually had a house on Lake Texoma. They had a lake house. Oh shit! And uh, we go with a stick and a string. Oh yeah, I mean we we literally earthworm. Yeah, they were just on the Oklahoma side. We literally walked down the hill and. Lake Texas was there. Yeah. And uh, we knew, they knew a bunch of people that had the little boat houses. And uh, so they, yeah, you got permission to go sit off the back of that. Or you, like, when it's real hot during the day, you go in and you catch a bunch of perch. And uh, they said this oh, purple man. purple worm with a, high, like a magenta tail called a fire worm. And you pull the fire tail off of it, put that on there. And you just drop your little zip code in there, pull up perch, oh, hand size perch all day. Bro, I love I love the it's, perch fishing. You know oh yeah, because well, we call it perch jerking. Because damn near as soon as that hook hit the water, yeah, you'd be you, hooking them. Huh? Like in the middle of the day when it's hot, you get up under the boathouse where the boat goes. Yeah, if the boat wasn't in there. You just drop your line in there. Even if the boat was there, sometimes you just, you ain't got to cast. You just drop it. Yeah, and I mean a couple seconds and you're pulling a decent size one out. You know. Yeah. But uh, me and my sister used to go down there with my papa and my dad, and we'd do that and. That's some good shit right oh, yeah. there. I, I could, catch I could eat bass. like fish and fucking like just seafood in general. Oh but, yeah, but mainly fish. I could eat fish all day. Oh yeah, I, I can definitely eat fish. Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm I'm a, I'm a seafood fan. It's but of course my dad he had friends that had offshore boats and they'd go offshore and I got to go a few times. What's and, the Where's the craziest place you've ever fished? Or like or the most like a, I guess like the furthest place out you've ever fished. I got to dive. One of the 20 best, according to, I think it was two or three years before this, it was one of National Geographic's 20 best dive spots in the world. Oh, it was shit. when I went to Okinawa, Japan, when I was in the Marine Corps. Behind the no-name barracks, there's a lighthouse island. Yeah. And uh, I'd go get the tanks, and I'd fin out there, and you get up, take your fins off, and you carry your shit all the way to the back of the island. You don't use any of your air out of your tank finning out there. It's not, it's not that far. It's a couple hundred yards, I think. And then you walk few hundred yards, maybe half a click to the back of the island. You go off the back of Lighthouse Island. They have a shelf at 80 feet, and then it goes on down to, I think, 200-something feet on the boat. God damn. I never went. I never went more than 80 feet. Right. But, Fuck uh, that, dude. Scooby diving. But <laughs> we, we actually, for like, Ooh. I think 25 bucks, three of us chartered, got a guy to take us out behind Lighthouse Island to fish out there. Yeah. In a boat. And, oh, my God, that was... I mean, you can literally... Like, you throw your line out, and you can see the fish hitting it. The water's so clear. Like, I dropped my dive knife. I was uh, I was chipping it, uh, an urchin, trying to get it up, because I, I died you know, snorkeling out there. Yeah. And I'd take my old my Marine Corps laundry bag, and I had a pair of gloves, and I'd take those big-ass urchins. I'd take two or three laundry bags, and I'd come up, hand one to a buddy, and I was chipping it, trying to get it off, because it had some good spines. And they would pay you out in town if you bring the sea urchins to them. Don't get stuck by the spines, though, because that hurts. Yeah. And uh, they, they buy them from us. No shit. How much? Like, Anywhere from 2 to $10 a piece. Man. And I'd come up fucking two or three crates full. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was nuts. I mean, we'd yeah. come up. And that was basically our beer money, because you can drink Asahi for like 24 ounces for like two bucks. Yeah. And then uh, Budweiser's like 6 or $8 over there, so we learned to drink Asahi beer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Drink that native shit. Oh, yeah. We learned to drink that. Like, Asahi's like a real dry beer. It's not great, but it gets the job done. You know what yeah. I mean? When, when, you, when, you're, when you're a 19 to 20-year-old Lance Corporal and you're not making that much, you're like, shit, I learned how to do this. Of course, the best thing about Okinawa was my dad was sending me stateside Copenhagen, so oh, I had yeah. a little racket going on there. <laughs> was that a, uh, like, so, like, for you, like, just being, like, at that age, what, so what year was that? Like, take me back. 
Oh my like, gosh, that was uh, 99. 99. Was, was it like a culture sh- shock? I'm sure it was initially, uh, but like, did you, uh, you seem like you would adjust to it like super quick. It was, it was easy to adjust. Like, honestly, like you take somebody that's 20 years old and just send them over to Japan, I think yeah. it'd be more of a culture shock, but I was in the Marine Corps, and so I was accustomed to a military base, and the first thing you see when you when you get over there is the is the Marine Corps base. Yeah. You know, uh, on Schwab or Hanson or Corps or any of those bases, that's the first thing you're going to see. Uh, well, for us, because we went on a six-month pump with a grunt unit. And uh, so it wasn't that big of a culture shock. Now, once you get out in town... I mean, you, you got about two to three minutes, I would say, before everything looks different when you come out of the gate, you know? Mm. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, you got all these Japanese people, you don't understand the language, you don't know the language, but most of them speak pretty good English. Yeah. But like, uh, like we were talking about earlier, Tokyo, though, like you want to see actual old school Japanese culture. Yeah. You know, like what you see on the movie with the samurais, that's going to be on Okinawa. That's Okinawa, okay. And, and, yeah, because they got, they got a village called Hinoka. Of course, I'll make a suggestion. Make sure you got at least two friends with you. They serve it with <laughs> a bowl. It's called Mojo. Do not. Three, two. So we cut off a little bit, but uh, Sean was telling us about Mojo. Mojo, <laughs> Mojo over in Japan. Well, like I said, uh, <laughs> they, you know, they got. A little bar like right there in Hanoko, and uh, they got it's a wooden bowl with three or four straws in it. It's a I don't even know what I was in it, but apparently there's some kind of opium or something in it. Oh shit! You better bring at least two friends. Do not drink the whole bowl by yourself. Don't ask how I know this, but <laughs> drinking the whole bowl of mojo by yourself is a fucking horrible idea. It's no bueno. <laughs> not at all. Mojo not is no bueno. <laughs> no, it's good. It tastes good. Uh, you only need one bowl <laughs> for the night. <laughs> oh man, oh man. Good yeah, my phone's dang it. Yeah, that was me. Uh, oh yeah, we we have our uh and then one and two, three beers later. <laughs> yeah, there's no dash in twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Well sorry right with Corey, I'll introduce our other our other guest. He's just making a quick uh Appearance to take a shot with us and say hi. Hey. Oh, uh, Ralph Robinson, Bug. A lot of <laughs> y'all may know him. Ralph Robinson, a.k.a. Bug. Yeah. Introduce yourself, Ralph. What's up, man? Uh, nothing, man. Just hanging out. Uh, yeah, we they, appreciate t- They talked me into coming out here. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, in the house. Me, me and Bug live together on his old family farm, so That's we're going to we're gonna have a shot at Jim, and then Bug's probably going to try to run off and yeah, leave Yeah, weasel my way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being called out. It's all good, bro. <laughs> you know it's all it's love, like, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another shot of Jim from, Jim from the flask. Uh, yeah, Bug's not a real big whiskey ooh. guy. You don't like whiskey? I'm gonna chug the whole thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> what do you drink? Are you a vodka person? Yeah, it's uh, normally. Yeah. It normally Dude, is. why is it that all bartenders like they love vodka? It, it's bro. super easy. You can just pour it and just go. You, well, you know what? I can like same thing I can with whiskey. Though. Yeah. Well, well, see, like I'll go to the liquor store now, nowadays, and I get like a few shooters. But if I do shooters of vodka, it, it doesn't do shit to me. But, like, if I do, like, two or three shooters of whiskey, I am fucked up for the rest of the day. Oh, yeah, that's the same thing with Bug. Like, like us living together, I've noticed, he can sit and drink vodka a lot better than he handles whiskey. Yeah. Whiskey. Like, I've always been a whiskey and bourbon and scotch guy. I like that burn. Well, <laughs> I like that burn. It's all about the burn. Like, we're drinking Jim Beam because, well, it's cheap and I'm not working every day steady. You know, so. <laughs> 
30 what, bucks man, for a hit. Hey, I'm working every day yeah. steady, and I drink fucking Jim Beam, all right? What are you trying I to I like say? Jim Beam. But, <laughs> I do too. No, I mean, I well, I worked at Longhorn Liquor for a while oh, yeah. with Bug, and so I, I actually, I learned a lot there. Yeah, so and I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and Those advertise really just a little bit shit. for Longhorn. Longhorn liquor. If you yeah, want a good shit. cigar, or you need a suggestion on a, on a on a bottle of whiskey or tequila or pretty much any liquor in the store. Go talk to Sal. That's your guy. Yeah. Longhorn. I give a yeah, shout out to him. He, he taught me well, a lot real Long, fast. Longhorn liquor is familiar to me because uh, another buddy that I'll have on like a future episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we shot an episode before uh, any of any episodes I've ever shot. But uh, we had to re-record it because I mean I'm not gonna lie I was fucked up on the first <laughs> one. Uh, it was it's Brooke Brooke Bellinger she she runs a barbershop. Uh, I'm yeah, sure I'm yeah, sure you've seen it. Spruce, Spruce. Okay, she, yeah. She's on Spruce. Yeah. So Spruce, uh, she's got like a little bar inside of Spruce, right? Yeah. Uh, and, Sal, our old manager, he's actually I think he helped her with some of right. that. Right. So yeah. So yeah. they they sponsor her. You know. So yeah. that that's why it's so like uh you know it's I'm so familiar with it. But yeah, me and her yeah. we went live and. I'm not gonna lie, it was terrible. <laughs> it was bad. I, on my end, though, no, she, 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 sure. dude, she's incredible on camera. And we'll we'll have uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have our episode probably after this one. Uh, yeah. I was supposed to go and meet her tonight or today and shoot, you know, or do like a retake on our podcast. Right. Um, but it, it'll probably happen tomorrow or so. But yeah, Brooke, Brooke's she's incredible, man. She mm-hmm. that girl is the epitome of an entrepreneur. So. Um, <laughs> You know, just with the reopening of Spruce, you know, come uh, May first, uh, yeah. we, we got to get her out there, man. She, you know, she 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 loves her job. Exactly. So yeah, uh, it'd be cool to have all four of us on the same episode too. That'd be fucking tight. I mean, because, I because, she, because she likes to get down. She likes to drink too. So. Oh yeah, I'm sure we could manage something. I mean, uh, it's, it's definitely like, that's one of the things. Like, even as a kid growing up in Lumberton, like we talked about earlier, being a small town. Yeah. Like, he had small town businesses, and so I'm kind of, that's the backbone of our country. I mean, right. You got, you got a small town business, but, I mean, you're, this major corporation is not sponsoring little league teams. It is not no. sponsoring little dribblers. No, it's, it's not buying your Boy Scout popcorn or your candy for your But Trump said the best thing he could have ever said to me, uh, so, it was either today or yesterday, mm-hmm. I'm letting the governors... Like have the full control response to control your state. Yeah, they're, that's yeah, all I, I wanted to that. hear, bro. But that's, that's I think no, that's, that's great. originally when the country was originally established. That's how it was. Right. You got yeah, fifty yeah. governors, dude. Yeah. The the state actually was supposed to govern each state. Right. Yeah. And then I hate to say what I'm about to say. Lincoln came around and said, "No, I want to govern everybody." Yeah. And Lincoln took over. That's what the Lincoln the original, was also a Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> he, he took he took over and was like, No, I, I want to control each state. I want to control everything. Yeah. And it was like, No, each state's supposed to govern themselves. Right. He was a better vampire hunter fucking, than he ever was. Yeah, he was a better vampire hunter. That's the whole fucking point of the governor. Yeah. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, govern the state. Honestly, like, on the contrary, though, I, I will say that. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I don't know what it is, but I really, I, I like and I agree with Andrew Cuomo on a lot of things he says. I do, but you know, and, you know, like I don't, you know, him feeling like he's about to go at war with Trump and all this bullshit. I don't agree with that, but I do, I do like a lot of things. He, you know, he's he's yeah. calm, cool, collected. You know, in the way he handles his his state, but he has to he has to also remember every state's different. Yeah. You have to you have to approach yeah. and handle. Every state in a different, different manner, yeah, different way. Exactly, and well, that's why there's governors that are elected in. And yeah. It's so, like, like you said, and I agree with you completely on that. I, I do like the fact Trump said, 
I'm leaving it to every state. I, I love government. that. I love I, that I think, shit. Yes, I think that's great. That's, I love it, bro. Holy shit! Somebody's going back to the way it was supposed to be originally yeah. in the original design of yeah. in the grand scheme of things. It's, exactly how it should how it should be ran. You know? Yeah. What I mean? Well, that's how it was at first. And what was like, crazy is coming from a person that's not even a politician. Yeah, exactly. Like well, you know, the last president we had that wasn't a career politician was Reagan, I believe. Oh, really? He was an actor. I, I never knew that. You didn't know that? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Reagan well, you know, Reagan, Reagan was, what, 80s? I'm a, I'm, oh, yeah. a, I'm a 1990 baby. Well, I mean, I was born in 79, so I, 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 I vaguely remember the, yeah. the Reagan yeah. era. Reagan, he was a Western actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 he, he was, was a Western actor. Like like yeah, yeah. yeah. what? Yeah. He was, he was, Cowboy. Bro, I gotta go home and do my fucking research. That's all the whole cowboy, you know, politics. And it was like, yeah. they call him a cowboy. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. You know, because he was he played a lot of westerns. Bro, so I just recently watched the. Uh, but when's the last time you saw a president in a pair of blue jeans? <laughs> Probably like fucking Bill Clinton. Uh, maybe <laughs> Clinton. <laughs> uh, but no, I just man, actually, I just fucking. Uh, I want to say who was it? I want to say the dude's name was Tim Dillon, maybe. Uh, I just watched the fucking, uh, the Joe Rogan episode, bro. He blew my fucking, Tim Dillon blew my mind with the Charles Manson shit. Oh, my God. He he fucking blew my mind, dude. And, like, in a good way, though. Like, because, you know, this my whole life I thought Charles Manson was just this fucking arch criminal, fucking terrible person. Nah, bro, that dude was a fucking experiment. That dude was was a a mastermind. He was a mastermind. He was a mastermind. You know he was, it's, but the, and it's, and like the dude was. What I'm saying is, this MK Ultra shit is real as fuck, bro. Yeah, like <laughs> it's real as fuck, dude. I didn't know. Like Tim Dillon, like there's no way that dude's lying about that shit. There's no fucking way, no possible way I'll ever believe that dude's Heard lying. Heard a cold one, crack. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just telling him though uh, the Tim Dillon episode on uh, on Joe Rogan, bro. Yeah, he's just talking about how Charles Manson was just like. Um, yeah, yes, he's a mastermind, but he's also like a fucking experiment. Like MK Ultra was real as fuck. Yeah, yeah, well, he, yeah. He manipulated people, man. He was bro, a bro, he was, was a junior Hitler. That book. shit, and <laughs> I just kind of. But he was he was a very good speaker. Yeah. People listened, like you said uh, about me and Mark Robin. Like like people gravitated to him. Right. I mean, and that's it's. I mean, I consider myself a somewhat intelligent person. I'm, I'm, not, hey, yeah. I'm not a rocket surgeon, but I'm not a retard either. You know what well, I mean? Well, I ain't going to have any retards on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I can, be, I can be the only yet. retard on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to learn something, all right? You, you get to be the token black guy again. <laughs> yeah. Settle down, token. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's just, we, 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 get, we get caught up in things, and, and people will believe what they want to believe, right. I guess. So, yeah. Well, the, like and Hitler, what, what, Hitler was a great public speaker. Yeah, yeah Hitler like actually never really a, did anything. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he he, just, <laughs> he, he talked people into talk, doing yeah. shit. <laughs> he uh, talks. But well, like, uh, like one of the things I always like the individual is usually a great person. Right. You get a person one on one, they're awesome. But the moment you put them in groups, they become idiots. Right. Yeah, you know because they just they and they're influenced by they so many start, different yeah, things. Yeah, they, uh, they become a product of their environment. Right, right, right. You know, it's like. Hey. Well, just, just on, the, on the Charles, yeah. Charles Manson subject and just fucking social distancing. Have y'all seen uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Did y'all, did uh, y'all yes. yes. Yeah. 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 But that it. actually had some. The, some yeah, yeah, the Charles Manson yeah. shit. What, how'd y'all like feel pretty, about that's it? That's pretty cool. Did y'all like it? I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. I mean. I'm not a huge Leonardo DiCaprio fan, but really? I, I actually kind of like Well, I'm a fucking like Quentin Tarantino stand. Oh, yes, definitely. Dude, I'm a fucking stand. 
Yeah. <laughs> but Leo, I'm a big Leo. <laughs> so, Leo, I just, t- I, bro, I messaged my buddy this shit earlier. You're about to sound like it's a 12-year-old girl. Fucking... You're a big Leo fan. No, no, no. Listen. <laughs> listen. It was, it was fucking hilarious, dog. Leo had a fucking do-rag on. I don't know if he was on CNN oh, or Fox. This dude had a fucking do-rag on his head, bro. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life because he was so serious. Uh-huh. And he had this fuck. He had a do rag on his head. Have you seen the Joaquin Phoenix thing? Uh, the when joke. He, uh, wait, Joaquin Phoenix. The, yeah, the, when, uh, no, but when, you went on. Uh, was it uh, Light Night with David Letterman? Uh, was like, no, it was uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, was it Jimmy Fallon? Yeah, there was something like I that. Think it, was, it was like uh, Letterman was, retired. Oh wait, what, what's it called? Uh, uh, it's a, it's like a uh, documentary yeah, type thing. Yeah, it's a mockumentary. He's making fun of mockumentary. Right, and he uh, does he like try to rap or something? In yeah, it? he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I want to be a rap star. What's the name of that shit? What was the name of that fucking uh, documentary? Uh, why, was it Why Not? Something like that. The what? The uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix docu- documentary. I, I forget the fucking name of it. Yeah, it was on Netflix so, for a yeah. while. He has like this crazy ass fucking yeah, big ass beard. Yeah, crazy ass hair with the yeah. sunglasses. He's dressed all in black, kind of yeah. like a, yeah. a, a, I, I, I he's, really, he's kind of like it's, it's, he's kind of making fun of every character he's played yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah. I I, I really enjoyed that documentary. It was funny. actually, you know, I, I watched that. Uh, was it Walk the Line or whatever? Yeah, it was Joaquin Phoenix about the Johnny Cash. I thought he did a good job playing Johnny Cash. Yeah, but I mean. The the look, not he, so much. He he kind of had it, but the whole look. Leave the phone alone, buddy. <laughs> the dog's trying to sniff around. Trying man the on. podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, if this guy could talk, he'd probably talk shit on all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, I just I mean, but That's the way he portrayed the character, the way he carried himself, I thought it was good. Yeah, I mean, as an actor, yeah. But the the mockumentary thing, it was. He just mocked every character he made, and I got a little bit of a kick out of that. Yeah. So. Oh, so, all right. So, speaking of Netflix, because we were supposed to talk about this, too. Yeah. Uh, I asked Corey earlier, so what kind of topics do you want to hit on? He said, pretty much just life in general, you know, Netflix. All that. Yeah. I know a lot of y'all have watched Tiger King. Oh, uh, bro, not, I just... Have you watched it? You, you, you won't watch it? Like, no, hey, hey, I said the same shit. I said I refuse to watch it, but I fucking gave in. I watched it, bro. Don't do it, Bug. It's like a fucking gory-ass train wreck you just can't look away from. I fucking it's watched horrific. it, bro. I did Ozarks. I, no, I did. Ozarks was great. I, Ozarks. I watched I watched season three twice. <laughs> yeah, like... Ozarks great. I, I, I love Ozark, bro. Yeah, Jason, I'm on community right now. Bro, Jason, Jason Bateman is a fucking gangster, bro. <laughs> Dude, like... In, in, that, in that show. He's but a he gangster, comes, bro. Okay, but Jason Bateman, let's talk about him for a second. He's comedy. Teen Wolf 2. He's... <laughs> Teen, yeah, Teen Wolf 2, that was, wasn't that one of his first movies? He's also funny as fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, he is. But just... Rules of the way he plays... Oh, yeah, yeah. Rules of His characters he plays, he's not like a, a big-name superstar. But, but I think he's an underrated actor. He, he's, really he's extremely after, I agree. After I, I completely agree with Bug. Yes. Yeah. Uh, after like Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's one of the best actors yes. ever. Yes. Extremely so underrated. underrated. Yes. Bro. Jason Bateman but, and then his right, wife right. in oh, Ozark. Yeah. Yeah. Like the like when she the performance she put on when she had to get rid of her brother. Oh yeah. Bruh, like those that hysterical cry like yeah. just crying and bawling yeah. and shit in the middle of nowhere. Like But it was, th- it was she made that shit seem real. It was like realistic at the same time because she spends what two or three days just going to the, in a grocery store parking lot, sleeping in her van, going, yeah. to, just staying drunk the whole time. It's like, 
You know what? That's that's what it's, most humans are normally. It was do. it was so honestly the the whole ordeal with the brother fucking up was mm. so fucking real. Like I got chills every episode. I he like, was a good actor. Uh, he was also oh, bro. Yeah, he was he was solid. Uh, he was oh, yeah. Iron uh, Iron Fist. He yeah, was, uh, he was the. Because I actually looked him up. He was the the bad guy in Iron Fist. No yeah. shit. Yeah. The but, brother. But, yeah, yeah. That, just that bro. show all He's together. Solid. Man, He's solid. That just. That's, That's a solid, it. and man, and I mean, I think hands down, everyone's favorite character, she's <coughs> definitely mine, fucking Ruth, bro. Oh, Ruth, gosh, yes. Ruth yeah. is the, <laughs> bro, Ruth oh, is the Ruth. fucking she's just best, bro. hardcore. Yeah. She's the, and then they got her listening to fucking Cash Rules, everything around me, Cream, uh, get the money. Is, uh, Hell yeah. I'm like, bro. Or some shit like yeah, that, the lead singer, like her husband, some famous singer. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he's, so, he's in some rock band. On, on that, so... Honestly, I, I've watched Ozark, yeah. uh, right? Ozark, um, mm-hmm. what else? Uh, lately, Chris D'Elia's latest stand-up, No Pain, I was extremely disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I was I really your Facebook post fucking that. disappointed, like, dude. It's like, a, yeah. it's like a 6 out of 10. Chris D'Elia. Uh, he's, he's, he's a comedian. comedian. He hangs out with... Does he have, like, kind of a scruffy, looks like... Scruffy, he's got long hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know exactly. So, so I mean, it's like he, he has, he's in, a, like, a circle of friends that I follow. Like, I follow uh, Brian Callen, uh, Brendan Schaub, Joe Rogan. Like, all these guys are in the yeah. same circle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's Chris D'Elia and uh, Theo, Theo Vaughn, I think is his last name. Um, you know, they're all in the same circle. So, I follow these guys, you know? They inspired my shit. But uh, his, his latest stand-up, bullshit. Look, see, I was wanting to check it out yeah. because he used to have a TV show about him and a buddy of his on in a bar together. Yeah. And uh, they had a live episode. The first time they did a live episode... His buddy told turn around and goes, Yeah, phone number is such and such, such and such, such. <laughs> Next thing you know, his phone just started blowing Bro, up. No, don't don't <laughs> get me wrong. They were like the people were calling, he was like, God damn it, I gotta I gotta change my fucking phone number. Cause hey. So we should get Bugs phone number right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hey, right, so, so don't get me wrong, dude. Like, he's a funny fucking guy. If you want to go back and watch him, watch Incorrigible and watch uh, Man on Fire. That's his first two. Man on Fire? Well, that one was uh, good. I liked uh, Man on Fire. Uh, Denzel Washington. Oh, well, no, that, that's a movie. Like, he no, has a stand-up. Like stand-up. Oh, but, fire, but, yeah. but speaking of Man on Fire, the movie, that's the probably movie. in my top five favorite movies. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> like, that's definitely, like, I number... That's, like, number TV three show. in my top five favorite yeah. movies. Uh, Fight Club's number one, of course. Uh, Have you ever seen Choke? No. The same guy that wrote Fight Club wrote this movie called Choke. Really? Yeah. I'm about to look into it. It's it's about a guy, he's a sexual Did you say, wait a minute, did you say it was okay? Fight Club? Fight Club was okay. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? You know, no, you know what? One of those I'm gonna send. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm send you a link. I'm gonna send you a link where you watch Fight Club when the alter ego is present. Okay, right. Like, and I, I've seen this. It's gonna I know make what you're it. Talking about. You've probably already seen it. It's yes, fucking I amazing. I, I like the movie, but it's. I I, I guess I was looking at it as it's gonna be an action movie and a fighting movie, but it turned out to be some demented fucker. It was more of a psychological thriller. Yeah, but and I so mean, I still, I but just, but just look at it from his standpoint. I mean, you live in this fucking ordinary ass life. Oh my god, I gotta fucking work. I gotta, yeah. I gotta literally get a thrill out of ordering fucking furniture every day. You know, it's just bullshit. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know. And then he, you just want to fucking rage. He needed an escape, so he he found an escape within his own mind. Right. Which, I remember the, the first the time I watched it, out. and then I realized Brad Pitt 
is not real in this movie. He's just this guy's alter ego. Right. That, I, and I'm like, it, yeah. Mind fuck. Here we go. You want to know I'm what? Like, wow, took, that was actually that was. I think that was my favorite part of the movie. Is when I think I the first that. time. When did that movie come out? In like the late nineties, early 2000s? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I fucking I didn't watch that movie until like sixteen, seventeen years old. Yeah. And I'm like fucking, I'm 16. I was in my 20s. <laughs> okay. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm 16 in like 2006. Yeah. Or something. You know what I'm saying? I got so, the Marine Corps in 06. <laughs> you know? So, like, yeah. Like, man, when that shit came yeah. out, it was on VHS. Like. I remember renting it from Blockbuster. <laughs> I, would always, I would always see it, but I just didn't care to grab it, you know? And I finally yeah. watched it one day. Uh, this is when Torrance... And like uh, LimeWire and shit was big. Yeah, I would, I would, yeah, I would go online and like literally download Jay Z's discography, Kanye's discography, fucking Blink One Eighty, Blink One Eighty Two's discography. Okay, so, so Napster was before you then, I guess. Uh, I remember Napster, but I was never big on Napster. Like, well, I mean, just, well, Napster, yeah, Napster was like the big thing back when I was like that age, I guess. Yeah, like I'm, the I'm, I'm about ten years older than you, so yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, like for me, for me. I think the biggest one I remember, Ooh, like wire. the LimeWire, yeah. LimeWire, BearShare, fucking right. uh, Tor- Torrents, any of the torrents, yeah, you know, where you're downloading yeah. Lit- yeah. like whole discographies. And I remember the first iPod, like when it was a fucking brick, <laughs> yeah, the brick black and white screen. Hey man, that was great technology when I and got it, one it, of those. It did make phone calls. It didn't make fun. No, no, no. It's all in one. <laughs> well, no, I just, uh, recently, it's crazy. I mean, we uh, were talking earlier about AOL and getting online and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love his sound effects for it, because he's actually pretty close to what it sounded like. My truck broke down, uh, had to walk fucking to, from, was it, uh, 105 all the way to Meeker. Uh, God, somebody, somebody was online. Oh, yeah. I couldn't, I tried Jesus to call Christ. my house. I tried to call my house, online, and somebody was online, get couldn't get through. Well, it's like, you know, my kids ask me, they, Dad, really, how old are you? I'm like, I, I had a pager, and I was cool because I had a pager. Bro. Well, I remember being in junior high having a, like, a little fucking Nokia that was black and white, like a bar phone Nokia. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. this is me in middle school, or junior, or, yeah, it was like fucking fifth grade. Yeah. Middle like, school, sixth grade. Dude, I was I was in the Marine Corps, and, and my unit issued I remember when the, the Razor came out, like, when, oh, yeah. it, when it came out. I had a red Razor with the with the first, one of the first Bluetooth earpieces. Yeah, you could only hold, like, 10 was, text messages. Oh, yeah, something like that. But that was the super cool high-tech phone. Key, it was, it was one, the one, 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 two, 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 yeah, two, It was the super cool high-tech phone. It was the yeah. best phone at the time. And then they came out with the chocolate and the envies and shit. Oh, see, I, I stopped at the razor, and, and then was a BlackBerry came out, and then it was yeah. oh, bro, the yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a phone for all a the while. Black, all the black people had sidekicks. BlackBerry, T-Mobile prepaid, bro. We all had sidekicks. <laughs> but, but see, now I got this phone in my overalls pocket right here, and this is a bitch. I can do a hundred times more. So like when cell phones came out, that was the big thing. Everybody yeah. needed one. Everybody wanted one. Oh, hey, I remember had, my had, dad had a car phone. We had polyphonic truck. fucking ringtones when cell phones came yeah. out. Yeah, like hey, it wasn't even real music. Well, I remember like it was bullshit. Like when I was a kid, like my dad, shit. he was an attorney, so he had a car phone because we go to Boy Scout summer camp for a week, and my dad's out of the office for a week, so he had to be able to check his messages and had to be able to call back. And I remember my dad being able to kind of work from that car phone, but at Camp Irwin in Woodville. He could find one spot. He had to pull the truck out there, and it was a break in the trees. And he could <laughs> he could aim his little antenna that was on the windshield through yeah. that break in the trees and check his messages. And he'd call back to his office. He'd do that like every other day. Yeah. And but it was like back then when I was a kid, like people only only like doctors and lawyers and and fucking 
people with important jobs that can't yeah, get like their office Blackberries and shit? No, they, they no, this is before Blackberries, bro. This was, Black I was phones. like 10, 11 years old. My dad had a car phone mounted in his truck. Oh, wait, so you're talking like in the old Lexus and Mercedes and all that shit? No, my dad had an 87 Ford phone. Ranger with a car phone mounted in that son oh, of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Big ass antenna. That phone cost like four grand. <laughs> I don't know how much it was back then, but I know it was like 10 or 15 cents a minute. Jeez. I remember my grandparents, they had a Cadillac and they had their bag phone. It had a, it had a six minute battery life. I think I still have a bag phone in there. Well, yeah, I think, I think there is one back there. Yeah, it was, yeah. I think but it's, big, it's like big a, T gave it to her. You got it, it's like a it's like a small fucking car battery attached to this phone, and it has a six minute battery life. Holy but shit. it's like ten fifteen cents a minute to talk on this son of a bitch. Yeah, it's like when I first graduated high school for went to Marine Corps, I worked on a fucking towboats. This was before cell phones. Like every now and then, someone had a cell phone, but not very much. We had Watercom, seven cents a minute. You only use that some bitch in an emergency. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but nowadays these towboaters are out there posting shit on Facebook every damn day. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Man, how did we do it back then? How yeah. did honestly, how did we survive without it back then? Honestly, I mean, I think if you really think it's, about it, like if you go back and think about it, it was easy because it wasn't we didn't have access to it. Yeah, like you wanted to meet up with we your friends. We always find a way to fucking access something. Yeah, you picked you know? up a phone. We were more resourceful, I think. Right. I mean, I, it's, it's I went outside strange. and I fucking went down the street on my bike and knocked yeah. on my buddy's Jumped door. Out, exactly. Fence, you know, you know it's, right. I, I knocked on his door. Yeah. yeah, I saw that post on Facebook a while back. Says, you know, there was a time when we used to, we used to answer the phone not knowing who's calling. You know. Oh yeah. And all that shit. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Just answer the phone. Yeah. It's your phone rings. My dad had a ten to ten rule. Nobody could call before ten in the morning or after ten at night uh, unless it was an emergency. My dad. If he called after nine, he'd answer the phone. Who's dead? Yeah. He'd yeah. literally answer the phone. Who's dead? <laughs> Why are you calling me after nine? My only, yeah. my only thing dead? right now, bro, like just in today's society, is the fact that there's like three and four-year-olds that can't read a fucking word or oh, tell yeah. you a color, but can literally pick up this and yeah, go to YouTube. Yeah. Like, do. that's crazy. Oh, yeah. That's crazy as fuck. Well, that, that shows me that you don't want to even... Because, I mean, think about it. like Dumb and down of society. Right. Like, I'm guilty of it. Instead right. of, I used to always get on forums on Google and look for shit for my cars or whatever it is. Now, I, I, I catch myself going straight to YouTube, right? Yeah. So, kids go strictly, fuck Google. They go, Google owns YouTube. But, they, they fucking, they go straight to YouTube, right? And oh, yeah. they don't even want to read shit anymore. So, imagine when all the books are going, bro. Nobody well, can read you shit ever, anymore. You ever read the big Fahrenheit 451? Of course. It's yeah. one of my favorite books ever. You know, you know why it's... Brian, why it's running of the that. books. Yeah. You know why it's named Fahrenheit 451? Because at 451 degrees Fahrenheit is what the temperature at which paper burns. Right. And the, the firemen, they weren't putting out fires. They were burning books. And there's one part in the book where an old lady literally stays in the house. They, she would not leave. They could not forcibly remove her under, under the law or whatever at that point. But she died in the house burning with her books because she felt that strongly. That's, I mean, that's amazing. But I, that book I was got written. A card. Yeah, but that, <laughs> I got a library but that book. Well, no, I used to go to the library. But in, in that book, in that time setting, there's no libraries. The books were burned. It's there's just so many. Yeah, that that shit's scary. And like, the even, sad thing is, you can see our world turning to this. Right, like even in like the uh, like one of, another one of my favorite Denzel movies is The Book of Eli. You know, yes, I love that. None, really like that movie. none of those people in that fucking movie can read. You know, like why can't they read? Well, you know what I'm saying because they yeah. they were fucking at a point in society <laughs> where they literally just 
they have demonstrations in front of them. What's the demonstration? YouTube. They ain't got to read shit. You know There's what I'm no saying? Well, you ever see the movie Idiocracy? We have it on we have it on DVD here. You never seen Idiocracy? Go ahead and watch it. You haven't seen it? No. Go ahead and watch it. Go ahead and watch it two times. It's made by Mike Judge, the same guy. Oh shit! Oh yeah, it's a hilarious movie. Has one of the Owen brothers in it. Yeah, one of the Wilson brothers. It's Owen Wilson's younger brother. Well, it's pretty much how society is stupid. Really, thank you for coming to Costco. I love you. Thank you, Costco. I love you. All right, Corey, here's what you do. You watch that movie, uh, and then call me, yeah. and I'll explain some things to you. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and fuck it up and ruin it for you. Hey, so let me alone. I'm baiting. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's literally uh, sitting in his recliner, taking his shit, uh, and masturbating at the same time. Uh, yeah. Let me alone. Yeah. I'm baiting. <laughs> uh, yeah, the plants dude, crave electrolytes. Yeah. You're basically pouring Gatorade on plants. Yeah, no pouring Gatorade on plants. They're like, we don't know why the plants won't grow. Uh, because maybe give them water? You mean like in a toilet bowl? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah but it's, a, it's, it's a decent budget movie. It's right, not, right, it's right. Not, it's not cheap. <clears throat> but but if you really look at it, and, and this is what that's what we're getting at. I, I watched yeah, it a couple like, times. Fuck. Yeah, I watched it a couple yeah. times, and I'm like, oh, it's a great movie. It's funny as shit. Ha ha ha. And then what I really it, started yeah. paying attention more and more and looking at things, and I'm like, holy shit, that's so American. Uh, like 10 to 15 years. Uh, Buttfuckers. Yeah. Like, hey, I want to go to Buttfuckers. Yeah, I want to fucking masturbate too. <laughs> I mean, the, the, just the, the epic stupidity that, yeah. that fucking rolls I'm through gonna, this. I'm, I'm really loving a latte right now, man. I don't have time for anal. <laughs> like, what? What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> Damn, yeah, I just, just fucking flooded a swat of the fly. Flooded a swat. Swat of the fly. You about ready to switch to chords in a Zingenbach? You're already mixing up words, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah, that dark bit is getting at me. We're about 28 minutes Shit. in already. Damn, yeah, so I mean, we're an hour and a half in. This is this great. Is, this is like... This is good. I mean, you can... Honestly, I, in my opinion, you could not have picked a better title for this podcast. Beer and Bullshit. Beer and Bullshit, bro. Because whether, whether we're being recorded or not, we're going to sit and bullshit like this. And, and my whole gist... I mean, just for the people that don't already fucking know me, like a lot of people that are listening to it, I check the analytics every single day like yeah. a fucking crack addict. Like, I, I, I watch that shit every day. But for the people that don't know me, all I wanted was, like, a platform for me to, like, express my opinions, but also ask questions that people don't have enough confidence to ask. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we all have these same fucking questions, but everyone's yeah. so fucking influenced by just, like, impressing people and shit. Like, they, they don't want to look stupid. I don't fucking mind being on, on record with my buddies, and I will personally post this shit. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna look at you if you ask if you have a question and you ask something that's like you said you're with your buddies we're not gonna look down on you if one of us knows something and you have a question we're gonna answer it just like there's things I don't know that I've asked you that you've answered and right. you don't make me feel stupid for it you're like all right well no it's, no, it's just like yeah for question. sure yeah but, the only stupid I, I question just, is I, one you don't ask right I just feel like we can all agree that there's a lot of people out there that especially people we love. You can tell, like you can look at them, you can talk to them about something. You can tell they want to ask you a question, and they don't. It doesn't come out. You know what I'm saying? Because no, they don't. They don't want to feel stupid. You well, know? honestly, so, I hope. I hope everybody that knows me. I mean, if I if if you know me well enough, ask the question. I'm going to be honest. Exactly, bro. It may, may it, I may look like an asshole or a shit heel for the answer <laughs> I give you, but I don't give a shit. I don't care what people think. Nah, you man, know what? Me either. I care. I, this dog right here, Booger, my dog, and my Harley. Are not going to wake up one day and decide they don't love me anymore. So, and, and this is, this is what I love about dogs. This is why I got another dog oh, yeah. today. This is why I got a I mean, baby, like a, a fucking puppy, a baby today. 
because I before humans before vehicles before anything I love dogs, bro. I love animals. They're really good judge of character. Oh yeah, yeah. dogs now, are really good. Judge if a person character. doesn't like a dog, I don't really worry about it. If a dog doesn't like a person, I trust that dog more than I trust right. most humans. Not. So yeah, Sean, everybody tell everybody, bro, like your ads, everything, dude. Like this was fucking. We went on an hour and oh, well, honestly, over an uh, hour and forty-eight minutes. Yeah, man, you got to give it the time. Oh, it's like your uh, your, uh, your Facebook, your oh, it's Sean McNulty on Facebook. Uh, feel free to hit me on Messenger. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sean's gonna be like a co-host. I, I, I can give you my email. Because I mean, this was great. We went almost. Fucking two hours. Oh yeah, we're, it cut us off at sixty minutes. We're at uh, forty-eight fifty-five right now. Yeah, we we're going on and on and on. We're, we're probably gonna cut this off soon and just drink some beer and shoot the shit You're amongst joking. ourselves because you people are probably tired of tired of listening to us. You're probably just trying to go practice uh, social distancing. <laughs> we're all still six feet apart. <laughs> Everybody, stay uh, safe, man. Be kind to one 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 another. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for listening. Tune in.